Hello everyone, this is Fola Kamalafe from Fresh Inspiration and I'm continuing our conversation on God is Working and in this series I want to talk a little bit more about Paul's thorn in the flesh or this word thorn in the flesh that we see in 2 Corinthians and chapter 12. So let's go back to our scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7 and it says, And lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to harass me, lest I be exalted above measure. And in our previous series, we've talked about that word measure around boundaries and what we think Paul is talking about there. We've talked about humility. We've talked about revelations and how revelation humbles us. And today I just want to talk a little bit about the thorn in the flesh and what exactly is a thorn in the flesh. So when we look at the Bible in the Old Testament, there are some scriptures that actually use the word a thorn in the flesh. So when we see in Numbers chapter 33 and verse 55, this is the Lord speaking. He says, but if you will not drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you, then it shall come to pass that those which you let remain shall be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your sides and shall vex you in the land wherein you dwell. So this is basically the Lord saying, if you don't drive these people out, they will become a pain. You know, they will become thorn in your side. So that was thorn in your sides means they will become you know, they'll just be there and they'll harass you and they'll nag you and they'll disturb you, you know, because you did not drive them out. Also in Joshua 21 and verse 3, we see where it says, I know for a certainty that the Lord your God will no more drive out any of these nations from before you, but they shall be snares and traps unto you and scourges in your sight and thorns in your eyes until you perish from this good land which the Lord your God has given to you. So he's talking about these nations that the Lord will not drive out from before them. He says that, but they will become thorns in their eyes, scourges in their sides. They will, so that word is describing something that just bothers you. You know, people that just bother you. You know, and it's actually used to, to describe people, isn't it? People that come to bother you. In, the, in Numbers 33, it talks about the inhabitants of the land who will become thorns in your sight. Here it's talking about the nations, you know, who are before you that become thorns in your eyes and and scourges in your sight. And in Judges chapter 2 and verse 3, so that was Joshua 23, 13. In Judges chapter 2 and verse 3, it says, Wherefore I also said, I will not drive them out from before you, but they shall be as thorns in your sight, and their God shall be a snare unto you so here again god is or the scriptures is referring to people as being thorns in their side so when that word is being used it's talking about a people group or people who will just disturb and harass you you know people who maybe because they weren't driven out from the land people who are in the nations who just come to harass you and the paul and the scripture describes them as thorns in our sides or scourges in your eyes and it's important to think about the way this word is being used when we now come into second corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7 it says a thorn in the flesh was given to me so a thorn in the flesh meant something that was just bothering paul everywhere he went 
um, something that was just harassing him everywhere he went, something that was just always in his way everywhere that he went. And in all those three examples I showed you, they were referring to people, people who were just there to harass and to, and to bother and to become thorns in the side. So now when we look at the life and the ministry of Paul, there's some things we know. We know that Paul did a lot of good work. So when we look in Acts chapter 20 and verse 9 to 12, for example, we see there that Paul was raising somebody from the dead. So Acts chapter 20 verse 9 to 12 talks about Eutychus who was on the windowsill and who fell into a deep sleep while Paul was talking and the scripture goes on to say that he was so overcome by sleep that he fell to the ground and then Paul says in verse 10 do not trouble yourself for his life is in him and so he went down in verse 10 and fell on him and life came back into Eutychus so we saw you see Paul doing some amazing things you know sort of raising people from the dead we see Paul casting out demons for example in Acts chapter 16 verse 16 to 18 we see it that it, it says in Acts 16 16 to 18 it says now it happened as we went to prayer there was a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination who brought much profit to her masters and she followed Paul saying these men are the servants of the most high God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. She did this for many days and Paul greatly annoyed turned and said in the spirit I command you in the name of Jesus come out of her. So we see Paul casting out demons. So Paul did so so many many things so much so that it says in Acts chapter 17 and verse 6 that everywhere they went they will say concerning them, those who have turned the world upside down have come here too. And we see Paul and Silas also, don't we, in Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 32, where they were thrown in jail and there was a great earthquake that came and opened the prison doors and the jailer eventually got saved. So one thing we know about the ministry of Paul is that everywhere he went, it was turning people from Satan to God. And that's what the Bible says in Acts chapter 26 and verse 18. That everywhere he, he went, Acts 26 and verse 18, he says, everywhere he went, it was turning people from the power of Satan to God. So we can see that Paul had a great ministry, a great assignment given to him by God. And every time he went even when things were going wrong so like when he was thrown in the prison there was always a breakthrough god was always turning situations around for paul's good so paul really was a threat to the kingdom of the devil because he just did mighty works you know by the power and by the grace of god that was upon his life he turned people around from satan to god in every city that he went to even when he was in challenging situations the power of god will come through and something would happen and Paul will, will, will come out of that situation to the glory and to the praise of God. So as we think about this thorn in the flesh, there were people everywhere that Paul went. Who for one reason or the other, wanted to harass him, were persecuting him, were putting him in jail, wanted to see him arrested. They were just everywhere. Basically, they were thorns in the flesh. They were thorns in the flesh to Paul 
throughout his ministry. So when we come back to 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7, and Paul is saying, lest I be exalted above measure. So lest I keep going, go beyond the boundary. Lest, lest I, I move. This is not, not, not God that is doing this. By the abundance of re- revelation, a thorn in the flesh was given to me. A messenger of Satan to buffet, to harass me, to stop me in every place that I went to. There was this thorn in the flesh and they were really people. There were people who were always out to get Paul. But the thing I want you to see here is that that thorn in flesh wasn't given to Paul by God. That thorn in the flesh is described as a messenger of Satan. So it was Satan himself who set a messenger aside specifically to Paul so that in every city he went, there was a crowd, there was a multitude that would rise up against Paul to try to stop him from doing the work that God had called him to do. This messenger of Satan, God will not go to the enemy's camp to borrow a messenger of Satan to set against his own, to stop his own from doing the assignment that he had commanded him to do. We've dealt with humility already, so we know that he didn't have a humility problem. There was no pride problem here. So this was Satan himself assigning a messenger. That word messenger also means angel. It's used in other parts of the scripture where it also means an angel. It's the same word that is translated angel. So Satan set aside a messenger to buffet Paul, to harass Paul. People in every city went to wanting to kill him to the point that the scripture says that they stoned him. They wanted, they stoned him at one point and left him for dead, but he was not dead. He rose up, he walked away while they were praying for him and he continued to do the work. So this messenger of Satan that we're reading about here was not sent to Paul by God. This was the enemy himself trying to restrain, trying to contain, trying to keep um Paul within a certain boundary so that the great works that God was doing through him would not continue. But in every place that Paul went, God kept on giving Paul the victory. God kept on giving Paul the victory. So I'm just, I just want you to see that this thorn was from Satan and it was not from God. Because think about it. It will be a contradiction, wouldn't it, if God sent this thorn in the flesh to Paul and yet the same God was going to deliver him from the thorn in the flesh. That would look like a contradiction if God was going to give something to Paul and yet later on he was also going to deliver Paul from it. Even the Bible says to us in Matthew chapter 12, And verse 25, that a kingdom divided, because that is a kingdom divided against itself. A kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house that is divided against itself will not stand. A kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. So God would not bring something and then also deliver you from that thing. Because 
It's a divided kingdom. Why would God do that? No, throughout the Bible, the enemy has been the one that has been sent that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Not some sent, it comes to steal, kill, and destroy. God is the one that has always delivered us from every attack of them. And it's no different. So this thorn in the flesh, the Bible categorically says it is a messenger of Satan. It can't be any clearer than that. A messenger of Satan. Sent by Satan, not by God. God does not send messengers of Satan to us. Sent by God to buffet and to harass Paul. To keep him within a boundary. To stop him from doing the assignment that God had called him to do. And he faced persecution. He faced that in almost in every city that he went. But God always gave him the breakthrough and God always delivered him. So that would be a contradiction if it was from God and yet God also delivered. As we said as well, we see nowhere else. There is no precedent in the whole of the New Testament where we see God sending something like this to anyone for any reason. On the contrary, when you look at Colossians chapter 1 and verse 13, it says that God has delivered us from the authority of darkness. So God has delivered us from the devil. God has delivered us from messengers of Satan. God has delivered us from people sent by Satan to harass, to trouble us. As we do the work that he has called us to do. Trying to contain us within a space. Whereas God is sending us in the space that he has assigned us to be. So he says he has delivered us. God has delivered us from the authority of darkness. And conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. God is in the business of delivering his people. He is not in the business of sending them thorns in the flesh to teach them anything or to harass them as they carry out the assignment that he has given for us to do. Of course we know that circumstances come. Of course we can't deny the fact that situations come as we go through life, as we serve God, as we do ministry. Challenges come, trials come, tribulations come. They come, but they do not come from God. They do not come from God. They come from the enemy. And God is the one that sets us free. That's why he says in John 16 and verse 33. In John 16 and verse 33, Jesus is Jesus talking to us before he leaves the earth. And in John chapter 16, he says to us and verse 33. It says, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. What do we have in him? We have in Christ Jesus peace. But it says, in the world. So in him we have peace. But in the world, this world, in the world you will have tribulation. Why? Because the world produces tribulation. Because the God of this world 
produces tribulation. So he says, in the world you will have tribulation. In me you have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. It didn't say in me you will have tribulation. He says in me you will have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. And thank God he didn't say end there. He says, but be of good cheer. Be of good courage. I, Jesus, have overcome the world. One version says, I have deprived the world of its ability to harm you. So the thorn in the flesh was a messenger of Satan to keep Paul contained in a boundary because of all the great work that was going on through him because of the grace of God, the revelation of the grace of God that had been revealed to Paul as he served God with deep humility, with deep acknowledgement of God's grace upon his life as the least of the least of the saints. That's how he served God. That was his attitude. He humbled himself. This son in flesh, in the flesh, was a messenger of Satan. People, people who just who just harassed Paul in every place that he went. Because if you also think about it, you know, what was the purpose of the thorn in the flesh? What was the purpose? You know, if God was going to do something, he will do something to serve his purpose. You know, if God was going to do something, it will be to serve his purpose. There was no purpose of God that was being served by this thorn in the flesh the messenger of Satan. It wasn't serving the purposes of God. It was sent to serve the purpose of the person that sent it in the first place, which was to stop Paul in his tracks. So now we see when we read 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7, now we understand a bit more of what was going on or what Paul was saying. We're not misinterpreting it. What Paul was saying in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7, he said, And lest I should be exalted above measure. <laughs> lest I should be exalted above measure. By the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh. So this is how Satan was working. Didn't want him because of the revelation above measure, beyond where he wanted to contain him. A thorn in the flesh was given to me by Satan, a messenger of Satan, to harass me, to buffet me, lest I be exalted, lest I push the gospel in the places where God has assigned me, the measure, the places where God has assigned me. So he wanted to keep me bound to serve his purpose. But no, Paul served God's purpose. And Paul went far and wide with the good news, the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul wrote almost half. He wrote half of the New Testament. He went above. He did everything that God assigned him to do. Paul did it. Paul did it all. So we should not say, for example, I have a thorn in the flesh. 
God has given me, that would be so wrong. Even when we looked at the scriptures in the Old Testament, the thorn in the flesh came to them because of their disobedience. It was disobedience. Instead of driving the inhabitants out, they left them. Instead of driving the nations out, they stayed with them. It was their disobedience that made those group of people become a thorn in their flesh. So the big emphasis that I want to leave with you today is that God did not send a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass Paul. Satan did, but God always turned it around for good for Paul. So whatever the situation is that is harassing you today, whatever it might be, whatever circumstance of life, be of good cheer, like we read, because Jesus said he has overcome them. And we will continue to read this scripture as we make our way to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 9. But before then, I have just one more point. Because Paul then says in verse 8, concerning this thing, concerning this thorn in the flesh, concerning this messenger of Satan that was stirring up trouble in every city that I go, concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. Now, if it was from God, why would Paul be asking God to take something away from him? If he believed that this was what God had sent to him for to serve his purpose. No, it's in the word. It says, I sought the Lord three times, three times, not once, not twice, three times. Paul said, Lord, take this thing away from me. This thorn in the flesh. This messenger of Satan that Satan himself puts in my way in every city, in every place. Three times I sought the Lord. And the Lord said, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. We'll come back and we'll talk a lot more about this. Thank you very much and God bless you. Bye-bye.